Yeah. 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 Just in case you was wondering, I did make the beat. Yeah, cause we just. And they wonder why we bang, cause the police do the same. That's the only rival gang. I'm just sitting here. Praying to my father, tired of the day, forever scared of tomorrow Was a scale like a borrow, cause living ain't cheap I dropped out of school, pops, cause college ain't free Plus college ain't me, sitting in the glass Questions rushing in my brain, but I'm too proud to ask Take it all in stride, teacher talking physics And I just wanna be fly, what good is a degree When there's no job to apply, and fast food won't do Cause you overqualified, I'm feeling like hustling Tired of the food stamps and budget in, running in So much work with school busted in God and I risk the only things we be trusting in All else fails, I'm in a casket like fuck it then Either get rich or die poke Nigga fell short and got down, but he tried dope I'm pretty sure my first words was survival Looking for the answers to my problems in the Bible Cause we just... Trying to code all the secrets My conversations with God always seem to leave them speechless And even when I was at my worst Like we gotta make this work My girl found time to leave me Too broke to give a fuck though My past relationships got me like What up ho? I'm just bitter I ain't asking what you fuck for That's disrespectful I admit I was just saying If you wonder why I call you bitch Cause we just Plus I looked up to the pimps I'm not saying it wasn't wrong But they had the fresh spits The cars and the bros and the kicks It's something to strive for When you ain't never had shit I'm feeling like what the fuck They want my soul like my ancestors ain't enough If I can't trust my own government Who can I trust? If I abuse myself daily Who can I love? Shouting my hair AIDS Like who can I fuck? Sure enough that be the day That the rubber bust Or I have a kid Deprived of all the things That my father did Cause the mama was a groupie And I was on some rapper shit They gave me hell like I asked for it Signing everything under the sun But they ain't asked for crit I guess I didn't swag enough Stupid fruity pebble chain Louis bag enough Popping tab out of bitch It couldn't brag enough But because she stupid loud patch It lag enough Still they acting like I ain't had enough Ten chains on your neck like you ain't flash enough I wrecked so many times Guess I ain't crashing up on the track Like a push a crack bag it up I tell these niggas to back it up My bitch like scars Gave the Louis rag to her Sachi shades on my eyes Like I ain't seeing the hate Too fresh to death I couldn't attend the wait That's too lyrical He been round busting Mississippi well He don't sound southern He been down cause it's his 05 as well The game a pound of Reggie So anything I sell's a breath of fresh air Yeah Fuck with me just check the clock and you already know what time it is. Tune in to Talk To Me Tyler T. It's real, uncensored, uncut. Let's get it. Check, 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 check. You are now tuned in to Talk To Me Tyler T. With the one and the only Tyler T. So today, man, um, I'm going to be giving y'all a podcast, bro. Um, like I've been doing every so every so often, every couple of weeks. But um, last week I was on, um, I did an Instagram Live podcast for Freaky Friday. Um these past few weeks, that's been going pretty well. Uh, so I got something in store for y'all today. No Freaky Friday today, man. Um, but I'm going to give y'all... I got something um, for y'all Freaky Friday for next week. Um, so yeah, man, I'm going to get y'all details on that uh, here soon. 
But uh, y'all just be on the lookout. Anyway, man, um, I just woke up with some with some shit on my mind today, bro. Uh, yesterday, I saw um, the George Floyd murder with the, his run-in with the police officers. Um, and it just, I was thinking about that shit all yesterday, man. And I woke up thinking about that shit this morning. And it's just been fucking with me. <clears throat> it's been fucking with my head. Excuse me. Um, it's been fucking with my head because it's just like, damn, bro. That I, when I see stuff like that, first of all, that video is very traumatic, bro. Uh, it's, it's traumatizing because, like, I feel like that's something that's always happened and it's been happening, shit, for the last I don't know how long, bro. But now we just have social media. We have camera phones for all of this shit to be recorded and be documented. And as soon as somebody posts it on uh, the internet. It's everywhere and it's not going away. Um, and it shouldn't go away because people need to see that shit. Um, not just our people because we know what we're going through. But I'm saying like white people, bro. White people need to see that shit. And if y'all don't know who George Floyd is, um, he was a man from Houston. He was a Houstonian, Houston native. Um, he was out in Minnesota. I believe he moved to Minnesota. Um, he got a job. Uh, he was working good in a restaurant, but the restaurant had um, closed down due to the pandemic. And um, he had gotten arrested for what I see from what I saw from uh, pretty much writing a bad check. Um, then the police, the policeman that arrested him. Well, it was four officers that were on duty that were on the that were on the call or whatever. Um, they arrested him and they tried to say that he was resisting arrest. Uh, but there was a camera showing the footage um that he wasn't he wasn't doing shit bro like they arrested him um and then they brought him down to the ground well one of the officers brought him down to the ground he was already handcuffed um and so he was already handcuffed and the officer had his knee on his neck and he was already um complaining that he couldn't breathe like you know stop like I can't breathe um and the officer didn't move while the man was handcuffed so to me, that's pretty much saying, fuck you. Like, I don't care how you feel. I don't care what's going on. Like, I'm going to do I'm gonna do what I want to do. I'm going to do what I can do because I have that power. And for one, um, I've never seen, with my two eyes, I've never seen an officer, like, do that shit when, when a black man is not being restrained. You know what I'm saying? Or when a, when a black woman is not being restrained. Because there's black women out here being killed by the police, too. Uh, and just a few weeks ago, I hopped on the podcast and I was talking about Amar Aubrey and shit, what those racists did to him uh, for no reason, because he was running through a neighborhood, you know what I'm saying, on a, on a quick job. Um, so that shit just doesn't sit well with me because it's just like, bro, that could be anybody, bro. Like that could be that his family, George Floyd's family lost a, a father, a brother, a son, an uncle. You know what I'm saying? And listening to people talk about him, like I was watching, uh, I don't know if y'all follow Stephen Jackson on Instagram. I was just watching his, uh, I was watching his IG stories and looking at his IG posts. And it was just like, damn, bro, like that was his partner type shit. You know, they called each other twin. Like, you know, they, they was close. They was like brothers type shit. And so just to see him have to go through that and, 
to see how it's affecting him and how it's affecting everybody else, it's just like, damn, bro, like that could be that could be our that could be our dad, that could be our grandfather, that could be our brother, our uncle. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and he said he said one thing that really stood out to me, and he was like, you know, it's gonna sound fucked up, but like I wanted to sound fucked up. He was like, y'all killing us, and y'all don't get any consequences, no repercussions, nothing. Like, okay, yeah, the officers got fired, but like. Fuck that Like You know y'all killing them Like Why can't we kill y'all Why can't y'all die too And I wholeheartedly agree bro It's like Me personally I feel like it's time out For all the Oh we gonna We we gonna be non-violent We gonna protest We gonna It's like Nah bro Fuck all that Like it's an eye for an eye type shit Like y'all wanna kill us We gonna kill y'all too Niggas don't And that's that's one thing With white people bro Like white people Don't really want these hands fam Like They'll kick us when we down When we can't you know what I'm saying? When we can't retaliate, when we can we can retaliate, like it's like, oh y'all don't y'all don't wanna fuck with us type shit. And this is my platform, bro, so I feel like I can say whatever the fuck I wanna say. And shit, you gonna take it how you wanna take it, bro. And I also feel like a lot of a lot of white people claim like, oh, I'm not racist, I don't see color, but like not being racist and not seeing color, I feel like that's part of the issue, bro, because you're not anti-racist either. Like, if you had a friend that was speaking, that was calling somebody, uh, using racial slurs or calling somebody out of their name or, you know, participating in a racist act, like, would you step up and be like, hey, that's not right. You know, you shouldn't do that. Or would you use your privileged platform to speak out on what's going on uh, in the world as far as concerning people of color? And so forth and so on. Like I ain't seen too many black, too many white people do that shit, bro. And then when they start to do it, like I, me personally, I just feel like it's ingenuine, bro. And it just shows a lot of indecency because it's like shit. Can I really trust you? Like, cause I have to. I pretty much had to tell you what I wanted you to do for you to do it. Like you didn't want to do that shit on your own. So why should I believe that that shit is genuine in the first place? You know what I'm saying? And I don't fuck with that. And I. I take I don't take that shit lightly either, bro. Because it's just like I work like I, I I've told y'all plenty of times before. Like I work with an all white staff pretty much in my job, um, and it's always like I gotta I go into work with like this chip on my shoulder, wearing this mask. Uh, pretty much like I can I can only be so much of myself when I walk in here. Um, I can be like sixty five percent of myself, but that other thirty five percent is like okay, you gotta kind of. You got to conform to these white people so you won't lose your job. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, why do, why do I have every place that I go? Why do I have to do that shit? Why can't I why can't I be 100 percent of excuse me, 100 percent of who I am? Because that's who I am. And I feel like it's not as a black person, bro. It's not our job to make people like us. You know what I'm saying? Or. To make people accept who you are because it's like shit, that's that's who the fuck you are. Like I and you shouldn't let anybody change who you are. And I feel like a lot of white people are intimidated by us when we come in a room. Um, because they wanna be like us, bro. They wanna they wanna wear what we wear. They wanna dress how we dress. Uh they wanna use they wanna have the hairstyles that we have. They come into some of the poorest neighborhoods, uh in the country, which is where we live, then they try to gentrify it. So they want what we have. They 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 admire everything that we have. They love everything that we have, but they don't love us. You know what I'm saying? And how can you how can you try to appropriate a culture and you don't even like the people that are of the culture? You know what I'm saying? 
and th- that's what that's what grinds my gears about this whole about this whole situation, bro. It's just like y'all scream fuck us, but everything that y'all got or everything that y'all desire, everything that y'all love is because of us, bro. Like we invented this shit. Like everything that y'all are doing, like we this that's where we came from type shit. You know, all all these jerseys that y'all wearing, like Sports jerseys, uh, basketball jerseys, football jerseys, you know, the last name on the back of them jerseys, that's a, that comes from a black man, you know what I'm saying? Uh, all the swag that we have, like how we wear our jeans, how we wear our shoes, like, that shit come from a black man. And so for y'all to try to take take something that's not y'all's and make it y'all's, it's just like, that's pretty much like a slap in the face, bro, because... Y'all don't even fuck with us. And we and we know that and we see that on a daily basis. Uh and I just want to send my condolences out to um Amar I mean not Amar Arby, um uh, well his family too. Um but to George Floyd's family because it's like we had to it took it took for people to post this to social media for people to be uproar and outraged um people to protest just for George Floyd to even get even get close to justice because justice still hasn't been served like yeah those police officers got fired but shit yeah you just what you just out of a job like okay nigga like it's plenty of black people that been out of jobs for a long ass time and can't find one still can't find one to this day so I, I just get real passionate about shit like that, bro, because I feel like in a sense, bro, that could be any any of us. And I feel like I, I have the platform to be able to speak out on shit that's happening. And so that's you know, that's what I'm doing. But um, I'm outraged, bro. I'm hurt. Um, and it's just something like I feel like we go as black people, bro, we go through so much trauma, like everything that we see. Or everything that we do, it's like it's always a consequence, and we always gotta stay on our toes, bro. It's like we can't ever just walk outside and be like, okay, like I'm good. When we get in the room, um, when we get in a room full of white people, a lot of us are uncomfortable. I know me personally, like I don't like being in a room where I'm the only black person, bro. Um, not to say that I can't hold my own or can't stand on my own too, but it's just like shit. I want to, I want to be around some people that look like me, bro. Um, and I don't think, I don't think that's a bad thing, but I was, um, I was reading this article, um, on the New York times about, uh, about George Floyd and it was pretty much saying like, it was pretty much giving all of the good about him. Um, but one thing that I did see about him was, um, how they, how the police report tried to make him. A man that he wasn't. And I didn't like that shit, bro. So this is this is what I read. It said, um, on Tuesday morning, without referring to the video recorded by a bystander, the police updated a statement titled, Man Dies After Medical Incident During Police Interaction, saying that additional information had been made available and that the FBI was joining the investigation. Like, nigga, what? Man dies after a medical incident during police interaction. Like, bro, you're literally, I don't know if y'all have seen the video. And uh, I know a lot of people are saying that they don't even want to watch the video because it just, it's, it's sickening, bro. Um, 
like the bystander is just recording it. They yelling at him like they yelling at the police officers and the police officer just has his whole knee in this man's neck, bro, like cutting off his airflow. And I'm just like, like, what are you doing this shit for, fam? Like, he's already on the ground and he's in handcuffs. He he can't go anywhere. And if he did, and if he did try to run or flee or whatever, resist the rest, like, is he he wouldn't have gotten far. It's four, it's three other police officers outside of you that can, you know, that can detain him if need be. So why are you using excessive force, um, holding this man down, and then you kill him, you murder him, pretty much with. You didn't even shoot him. You know what I'm saying? You you murdered him with your with your body. You physically murdered this man. Um, for what reason? Like he doesn't have one. And I'm just I'm just interested to see shit how this is all gonna play out. Like y'all might say this sound fucked up, but like shit, he deserve he deserved to to die too, bro. Like and that that's just that's just how I feel, bro. Um, you took somebody's life. You took somebody from from their family. Um, that all he's trying to do is provide and make a better life for himself. So, shit, why should you have to be here? Uh, and that's just real, bro. And um, I also saw something else. Um, this other video of um Amy Cooper. I guess she was um, what is that park called? Uh, Central Park in New York. She was walking her dog, and the little clip that I saw, um, that was being recorded. I'm guessing she was being well. She was being recorded by a black man, and uh, she didn't have on. Oh, what was she doing, man? She, she wasn't. She wasn't supposed to be walking her dog um, out there or some shit that went on. But anyway, that that's besides the point. Um, she called the police, and she was gonna say, "I'm gonna call the police and say I'm being threatened by a black man and blah 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 this that and the third and so she calls the police um yeah, she wasn't supposed to be walking her dog out there, but she's walking her dog out there, so she calls the police, and a man the man is recording her like you know what I'm saying, okay, call him, you know what I'm saying like I feel you you wanna call him, call him, but everything that you're doing, everything that you're saying like this shit is on camera, so if we go to court like I'm gonna win because I have evidence. So she calls the police and makes this, and makes this. I don't even know what to call it, bro. She just, she just blatantly just lied, man. Like, what are you lying for? Blatantly just lied on the call. Like, I'm being threatened by a black man in the park. All I'm trying to do is walk my dog. And in this, uh, when she's doing, when she's doing this, like, she damn near killed a dog because she fucking choking him to death. And she's doing all this shit on camera, bro. Like, she grabbing the dog by the collar, the dog. The dog huffing and puffing, like, you know, what the fuck are you doing? And that's what I'm saying, bro. White people know what they doing, bro. Like, I don't believe, like, white white people know white people know the bullshit that they're pulling, bro, because they know that if there's no witness or if there's no evidence, like, shit, that that could damn near be a death call, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's a death threat type shit to a, if a white person is calling nine one one, especially on a black man or on a black person. Period. Like, oh, they know they gonna. They know that person is gonna be um taken down, detained, or whatever type shit. So that's like, oh well, another black person in jail, another another one we lost to the system, or shit, another one that's that's dead. And like, I I don't. That's why I don't fuck with it, bro. Like y'all y'all doing all this for what? Cause y'all want to see us down. Y'all want to be like us, but y'all don't wanna y'all don't wanna be us. Y'all don't wanna help us. And 
it's just, bro, it, it just... It just adds more fuel to the fire for me, uh, because it's like I like I said, what was it, two two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, I was on the I was on the podcast talking about Amar Aubrey, and now I'm here talking about George Floyd. And I saw this other I know y'all saw that other video where this um it was some lady, she was trying to get into um or some it was a man, she was trying to get into something and this dude she this dude was trying to get into something and she Excuse me. She stood in front of his truck. He was a black man. She stood in front of his truck. And she was like, this man is trying to run over me. He's he, he's hitting me. And she was, Mike, Mike. She was yelling and all this. And I'm just like, bro, like he, he's literally recording you on camera. You know what I'm saying? Like, thank God he had a phone with a camera on it that he was able to record and put this video on, you know, on the Internet for people to see that the lady was full of shit. Uh, But... Just to think, just think of how many people, how many things like this have happened, and all this shit is going undocumented, bro. Just think about how many people, how many black people have been lynched, and their family goes and sees them like hanging from a tree, or how many people, you know, have been beat up, and they their families uh, hear about them, their bodies being found in a ditch or in a forest, or just think about how many people have been thrown in a river and just sent upstream, and just just all kind of shit, bro. Like. Luckily, we do have um, we do have camera phones and we do have um, media outlets that are able that are that we're able to see um, and that are easily accessible. But it's just like if you know, I feel like white people, bro, if y'all not a part of the solution, y'all part of the problem, fam. Um, Just sitting y'all y'all white privilege definitely exists uh, because y'all are the majority and, you know, Y'all pretty much got control over everything. Um, that's why I feel like I say this all the time. I feel like we should have never integrated, bro. Um, I know what Martin Luther King and all those guys stood for, and they wanted equity and they wanted equality. But like Michael Mack said, bro, that I feel like that was one of the worst things that could have happened to us because shit, when we integrated, it was just like now we giving what's ours to the people that we don't need to have it type shit. Like we can't we can't thrive in America, bro. Because it's like we are we we put this this glass ceiling that's up um for us type shit. It's like we can see the top, we can see above the stars, we can see above the moon, but it's just like shit. They try to hold us down to this place to where we can't get there because they know if we get there, shit, we only gonna continue continue to move onward and upward type shit. Um, and I I just hate that for for us because. We're trying to raise a lot of people are bringing bringing kids into this world. Um, and it's just like you have to raise your kid to raise your child to be aware of racism and be aware of the fucked up shit that goes on in the world day in and day out. Um, your child could be called a nigga by a white person at the age of six or seven. And you got to let them know how to deal with that shit. And you got to let them know what to do and what to say. And how to handle the situation. And it's like, why do I have to why do I have to teach a six or seven year old that? You know what I'm saying? They should be worried about going to school, playing, uh, becoming, you know, being being the best little kid that they can be, type shit. But they gotta worry about, oh, well, mom, such and such, um, such and such said this to me. Or blah 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 said this to me. And now you have to as a parent, you have to realize like, how can I put this 
how can I put this in terms for a six or seven year old child to understand type shit? Because I deal with this shit on a daily basis or I've seen this shit multiple times in my adulthood life. But now I'm trying to tell a child how to deal with that shit as on the level of a child. And that's why I say like being being a black parent of a black child is so hard. And uh, I just finished up um, this book that I've been telling y'all that I've been reading for so fucking long. Uh, I just finished it up not too long ago uh, while all the black kids sitting in the cafeteria together. And, bro, it's so enlightening and it sheds so much light on just the the ups and downs of of racism and not not just for black people, but for other people of color, um, other minority groups as well, I should say. And so I feel like if y'all, uh, it's a bunch of excerpts from articles and journals and other books um, that were in there as well. And I feel like if y'all had the time and, uh, you know, y'all are interested in reading, y'all should definitely read that. Um, right now, I'm actually reading this book called, um, what is what is the book I'm reading called? Uh, it's Common's book, though. Uh, let love have the last word. So I'm diving deep into that and, um, it's pretty good so far. One thing that stood out to me was, um, Common was talking about his daughter and, um, he was saying how his daughter pretty much was very passionate about, um, him not being there and missing, you know, a lot of crucial stages in her life. And he was saying that sometimes as black men, um, we try to overcompensate to fix things, I guess. And um, she was pretty much she was like he was asking he was asking her, like, okay, like, how can I fix this type shit? And she was like, I don't want you to fix it. Like the damage you did has already been done. Like you can't go back in time and fix that type shit. And I feel like. Sometimes being honest, like I do that shit too. Um, if I'm in a in an issue with a friend or with a significant other or so forth and so on, I try to be like, oh, okay, how can I fix it? And it's like, shit, nigga, you can't fix it. Like you can't go back in pa- in the past and redo it because if you could, you probably would have already done that shit if you really wanted to fix it. But like that, I feel like that's very that's very. He was saying that that's very selfish of him um, to be like, how can I do something? And it's not, that's not what she wanted type shit. She just wanted better. So, or she just wanted, you know, you to be a better person like right now. She's not worried about the past because the past already happened. So um, that's one thing that stood out to me. And then I, I joined this, um, the Zoom call. Um, it's this podcast called Let's Talk Bruh that I listen to. Um, it's a black man, a few black men actually. And they just shed light on a lot of things um, concerning black men and what's going on. And that is where I got that uh, when I when I was mentioning um, when I was talking about. uh, Damn, my mind just went blank when I was talking about how we don't need to uh, make people accept us type shit. When I say people, I mean white people like uh, and how it's pretty much like white people get intimidated when they come across a black person who's intelligent or who's eloquent and can can speak very well and you know just do, just performs on a high level uh because 
obviously they don't want us to do shit like that, bro, because they feel like they should they should always be the superior person type shit. Uh, and so I feel like I resonated with that because that's how I feel too. Like when I walk in a room, like I I I wanna I wanna perform well and I speak well and I just want. I just want I want to leave my mark in that room, regardless of who's in there, regardless if it's a room full of white people, a room full of black people, blah, blah, blah. Like, I want to I want to walk out of that room being like, oh, like, I remember this person. Like, if they see me again, like, oh, hey, I remember you. You you were at this. You were at such and such. And you said this or I know I noticed how well kept you were. I noticed your suit that you had on. I noticed um, how well groomed you were. Uh, I noticed how well you spoke, how outspoken you were. And so forth and so on. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what stood out to me. Let's talk, bro. Um, that's a great podcast. If y'all haven't listened to it, y'all should dive into that. Um, but yeah, so now I want to touch on um, something a little more personal, bro. Uh, I feel like I've struggled. Uh, I've struggled with this for for a minute, bro. Um, and I really have never. I don't know. I think I, I don't really think I've ever like acknowledged it until until now or maybe like a few months ago. But uh, I saw this tweet today and it kind of just made me think about it made me think about myself a lot. And so um, the tweet pretty much said that. So today in therapy, I learned perfectionism is a response to trauma. And it was like, let's sit with that. So uh, I don't know. Like, with me, I feel like I'm a very big perfectionist, bro. And I always want shit to be perfect. Everything I do, I want that hoe to be right. Um, And I I don't know if that stems from, like, my upbringing or things that I went through, like, in my childhood or, like, in school. or But I, I never like to feel less than. And at a lot of points in my life, uh, I did I did feel like less than, and I don't I don't know why. Uh, I just been kind of like doing some soul searching, bro. Uh, these past few months, I don't know why I feel like that. Um, but sometimes, like I feel like a lot of times, like I have this monkey on my back, bro, and I'm very I'm very hard on myself because like I want to succeed so bad, bro, and I want. I want success so bad and I want to win like in life, like not just not just in little shit, but in life in general. Like I want to win so bad that I would like damn near tear myself down type shit to get there. And I realized that and I'm just like, damn, bro, like you really don't even enjoy the fruits of your labor type shit. Like the average 23 year old young man. hasn't accomplished what you've accomplished in life. So I feel like that shit needs to be celebrated. And even like when I uh even when I graduated, bro, like I, I still feel like I I didn't get celebrated. At least how I wanted to. I, I didn't get to, you know, celebrate how I wanted to because shit I was so focused on the next thing. Um I was just focused on like Okay, bro, like, yeah, you did this, but, like, you know where you want to be, so you got to go out and you got to, excuse me, you got to do this. And sometimes I just need to, like, here lately, I've just been, 
you know, taking a step back and just really analyzing, like, damn, bro, like, you really accomplished a lot. And, you know, you need to enjoy that shit. And if you don't get to enjoy that shit like you want to enjoy that shit, you shouldn't hold on to that. Because that's only going to... It's only going to replay in your mind and in your head. Um, And it's not going to help you. It's only going to hurt you. So if you don't get to enjoy what you want to enjoy, how you want to enjoy it, like at some point you got to let that shit go. And I, I wasn't, I haven't been able to do that shit. Um, And I don't know why, but it just, it just feels like I've been, I've been holding on to that shit for a minute. And now now I feel like I'm at the point where I'm just like, all right, bro, you can you can let that shit go. And I feel like I try to hide it. Um, I was having a conversation with somebody about it, and they were just like, you know, I've noticed that about you, and I noticed that you that you try to hide that shit. And she was like, I don't like when you when you feel. I can tell that like you feel in a certain type of way. And I don't really like that shit. I don't like I don't like that shit for you. And I just be like, damn, bro, like you you right type shit. You know what I'm saying? Um and when I was going to therapy, like we didn't even talk about this. Uh me and my therapist didn't even talk about this, but when I was going to therapy, like I would go home and like recap on all the shit that we would we discussed in the, during the session. And then when I um when I recap on shit, it would make me think about other shit that happened in my life to where I was like, damn, bro, I see, like, why you why you feel this way. Uh, and I had never really, I don't think I've ever really opened up to anybody, like, about about me feeling this way or um, just what I, what I was going through. But, like, that shit was, that shit was wild to me because it was just like, damn, bro, like, even, even the most successful people, like, it just it just made me understand like even the most successful people like they go through shit a lot of shit um and that's why that's why I say um yeah money money can bring happiness but money can also bring you more problems bro and it's something that's I don't more I don't think there are physical problems I think there are mental problems um people be dealing with that shit in their head and that's why we've seen like a lot of people um a lot of famous actors, uh, movie stars, athletes. I feel like we've seen them uh, deteriorate. Some commit suicide. Um, some harm themselves. And it's just like you don't you don't know what they're what they're going through what they're going through internally or mentally. And I feel like we so we be so quick to bash people because like oh you rich why do you have these problems or oh you got bread, like bread can solve all your problems. And it's just like, you don't know what that person is going through on a daily basis. Like y'all wouldn't know I was going through this if I just didn't say that shit, because y'all probably see like, see me on social media or some of my partners, like y'all, my niggas see me in person and like, oh, he all, he happy. He go, he happy, go lucky. He doing this. Like he be on the bitches, like whoop do woo, and it's just like shit, bro. Everybody got, you know, everybody got something that they going through, and a lot of people, you know, hold that shit in pretty much. Um, and I, I feel like over these past few months, I'm more open to talking about like my life experiences and 
what I go, what I've gone through, and what I go through on a daily basis because it's good to to let that shit out, bro. Like, uh, you shouldn't let your emotions harvest, bro, and just stay inside because that shit gonna that shit is gonna build up, bro, and it's gonna cause you to it's either gonna cause you to explode or it's gonna cause you to slowly deteriorate mentally and you don't want to be you don't want to be a part of your own demise type shit so that's why i'm saying like it's good to have somebody to talk to and it's good to uh be emotionally intact and be emotionally uh intellectual i guess you could say like be in tune with your emotions bro because sometimes that should be hard to deal with bro and especially like as a black man, the way that we're raised, it's almost like we can't express them hoes. Uh, we can't express our emotions because we're deemed it's deemed as weak or it's deemed as less than. Uh, and it's like, bro, like it's not like that. You know, we got to get out of that mindset. And when we when we become fathers and we have we have sons, we got to tell them like, shit, bro, if you. Not shit, bro, but you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going through something, um, if you feel a certain type of way, like, express that. Say that. Use your words. Um, Don't just bottle everything in. And I feel like as women, um, women have to be open to letting men express that, how they feel, and listening to them. And, you know, taking accountability and holding them to that standard like shit. If you feel some type of way, tell me like in the judgment free zone to where they feel comfortable saying what they have to say about how they feel or what they're going through. Because like a lot of niggas, um, let's just take rappers into into perspective. Um, A lot of rappers. Then through their songs and through their lyrics. And that's the only way that you can really hear their cry out for help type shit is through their songs. And then when you really listen to the lyrics and analyzing what they're saying, by the time you realize that they need help, it's too late type shit. Um, and sometimes like when I, when I was mentioning how I felt um, pretty much like I, I damn near would like turn myself down to get to where I want to be or to be successful because I was so hard on myself, I had to come to the realization that um, shit in my life, like right now, like I'm right where I need to be. Um, Because if I had everything that I wanted at this exact moment or everything that I desire or everything that God had in store for me, like I wouldn't be able to handle it. So when people really say, I know it's cliche as hell, but people, when people really say like, enjoy the process, Like you, excuse me, you need to enjoy the process because you're going to appreciate that shit so much more. Everything that you're going to appreciate everything that you work for so much more and everything that you gain from the process and stand down so much more because you held it down, bro. And you stayed down like you didn't rush it. It's no it's no cheat code to success, bro. Um, And it's no shortcut either. So in my eyes, it's just like, bro, you got to. You know what I'm saying? You got to stay down. And one thing about me, bro, is like, 
I hate failing and I hate I hate losing. But I don't have a win lose mentality, you know what I'm saying? Like it's either like a win, I got like a win lose or shit, deal or no deal type shit. Like if I win, cool, if I lose, cool, but I don't really like that shit and then like I can come to an agreement with somebody to where like if I'm in an argument or in a debacle with somebody like I don't have to win. Like we can we can agree to disagree type shit and that could be cool and a lot of people aren't like that. And I feel like that's why when people get into arguments, they always get into this dispute because one, a lot of people feel like one person has to come out on top and if they don't come out on top, then they took an L and shit. When people take, when a lot of people take L's, they don't know how to handle that shit because they never really sat with their failures and never really learned how to lose or how to fail, bro. And in society, bro, and in life, you got to learn, you got to learn how to lose and how to fail so you can know how to win or how to succeed type shit. Um... And when you come to terms with that, bro, and you really and you realize like when you fail, it's not the end of the world, bro. And just because you fail something don't mean you can't try it again. And I ain't gonna lie, I done quit some shit in my life that I kinda be like, damn, like why you do that shit? Cause when you quit something once, bro, it really makes you it makes it makes it easier to quit something else. So you like, oh fuck it, like I don't like how that shit was going. Fuck it. I'm going to just not do that hell no more. And then you go through something else and you like, oh, fuck that shit too. Like, I'm not going to do that shit. I'm not going to do that shit again either. And it creates a cycle, bro. Like, that's why you should never quit. Like, and I never quit anything else in my life um, outside of those things. But it's just like, you know, you you got to you gotta keep going, bro. Um, because if you keep going and you keep working and you keep striving for success, um, it's gonna something is something good is gonna come from it for you because you want it bad enough and you're gonna get rewarded for the hard work that you put into the world because at the end of the day, she you get what you give and it's no time limit on success, bro. Uh that's what a lot of people don't realize. Even me, I I really didn't realize that shit until until a few months ago. It's like, bro, it's no it's no time limit on success. Like you can make it you can make it big at 23 or you can make it big at 33, but what's going to separate you from the next nigga is that you didn't stop, bro. You kept doing you kept doing it because you had a passion, because you had a goal, and because you weren't going to be outworked, and you wanted it bad enough. <clears throat> so that's, that's just where I'm at with things. Um, I feel like now, and, and during quarantine, bro, like, I was so, like, when we first got quarantined or when we first had to, like, stop everything, like... I was so fucked up mentally because it was just like, damn, bro, I feel like I'm not doing shit. And if anybody knows me, bro, like I'm always, I'm always busy and I always got some of my sleeve or something that I, something that I'm working on type shit. And when we first started, uh, when we, when we first got quarantined, I was just like, bro, fuck, like, how can I just how can I just be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't really know how. And it it was really just eating me up because it was just like, bro, I'm doing the same shit like over and over and over and over again, like every day. And I, I hated it, bro, for so long. Um, cause we, we got quarantined, what, back in March and it's going to be July. I mean, it's going to be June. So begin like the middle of March, um, in April, I was just like, bro, like, 
what the fuck? I, I know y'all listen to my podcast. Like, I was complaining. I was just like, bro, how how am I finna deal with this shit? And so I really just had to take a step back, bro, and just I got I really got into the Bible um a lot more. Like I was reading the book of Job, which I kinda slacked off on. I need to get back on that. And I was just um I started to to kind of just sit and just realize like sometimes you need to just enjoy your downtime, bro. And you just you just need to be. You know what I'm saying? Like don't worry about the outside world, uh what's going on and what you not doing. Maybe you should focus on shit, what you did already, what you accomplished, and how you gonna move forward, you know, once things are back up and running for you to move forward type shit. So that shit was hard, bro. That shit was hard for me. Um, but it, it felt good. It feels good now to like realize that shit. I ain't the only person going through this and I ain't the only person thinking like this either. And it also feels good to be able to come on here and express that because I know it's a lot of other people that's probably like, they probably feel me type shit. And they like, damn, bro, like I was thinking about the same shit, like, and or I was feeling the same way. So I just want y'all to know, like, it's a constant, yeah, it's a constant battle um, with yourself and your mind. Like, fuck, bro. Like, why? Like, and especially like when you, that's why you got to run your own race, bro. Uh, you can't really veer to the right or veer to the left and see what's going on over there because shit, it's always going to be somebody ahead of you, bro. And like, you really got to love yours, like Cole said. Um, Cause it's no such thing as a life that's better than yours. And if you really, if you really understand what he meant when Cole's, when he said that, like you gonna get where I'm coming from type shit. So on that note, I'm gonna end this podcast, man. Um, I appreciate y'all for listening. Um, keep fucking with me, bro. Uh, y'all follow me um on the gram at Talk to Me Tyler T. Get at me on Twitter at Talk to Me Tyler T. Um. And I got something great in store for y'all uh, for the next Freaky Friday, man. Y'all stay tuned. I'm gonna be um, I'm gonna be talking about that here soon uh, on on all my socials. So y'all be on the lookout, man. Peace.